if there are new areas, new features being developed, new updates coming that we're um, covering them and that we have the capacity to cover them. And then we work with the technical writers on coaching, on removing blockers, on finding support if, if they are overwhelmed and need help. Welcome to the Knowledge Based Ninjas Podcast, where Gowri Ram Kumar of Document 360 finds the best SaaS self service knowledge bases in the world and then interviews their creators. Let's get started with today's episode. Good day, everyone. Our guest today is Jason Christie, Documentation Team Lead at Shopify. Welcome, Jason, to the Knowledge Based Ninjas Podcast. How are you doing today? I am doing well. Thank you very much for having me. Super. Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing great as well. So, Jason, uh, I did introduce a very little uh, information about yourself, but please feel free to add a little bit more about your um, introduction and also how did you initially got into documentation, please? Sure. Having listened uh, to a few episodes of the podcast now, I can say uh, my journey to technical writing was quite typical. I started uh, pursuing a degree in uh, English literature and creative writing and uh, did a master's degree in that, um, but then realized uh, I needed to find some work to pay the bills mm-hmm. and uh, and searched around for, for what um, I could do that would build on the skills I developed in uh, the university system and uh, found a post about technical writing and uh, applied and got that job and the rest is kind of history from there. So um, that was with a a company in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where uh, they had clients like Costco and uh, Walmart and other international retailers. So it was sort of a trial by fire because I'd never done technical writing before. And uh, the interesting thing about that company is they'd never had a technical writing before. So we sort of just stared at each other from across the table and made up what what the role would be. And uh, the thing that I found while working there was that it felt like the opportunities were limitless for technical writing. And so I stuck with it and, uh, and have been doing it for about 14 years now, so... Wow, that's that's awesome, um, Jason. Fourteen years, and uh, I do know that you are um, with Shopify for five years. Is that fair to say? That's correct. Yeah. So um, I've been uh, working at Shopify for five years, and one of those years I worked as a technical writer, and then four of those years I've been a team lead. Wow. Great. So, uh, Jason, I know five years is a quite a lot of time, um, but um, I'm sure there's lots to discuss in terms of documentation processes and how things normally work um, with Shopify. So can you help me a little bit about uh, those topics? Like what's the documentation process uh, at Shopify and uh, who do you normally involve in defining such processes? Yeah, I'd love to chat about that. So... We uh, follow uh, docs as code philosophy with our, our writing currently, and um, that means we use a developer workflow and follow um, kind of the development process, and uh, we use developers' tools to do our writing. Um, 
So the, the writers on the team use text editors or code editors. They use Git to push their changes up to GitHub. And then in GitHub, we do all of our reviewing and editing, and we deploy to the uh, help center site from there or our other endpoints. And um, we work in a sort of very heavily modified agile manner um, that lets us share the work easily amongst the technical writers and support each other. And uh, we made the shift because previously we'd worked in a more siloed manner where we had a tech writer dedicated to each area of content and found that not only did that not scale effectively, but it put an unfair burden on some writers while letting other ones sort of have a more manageable time of it. Mm -hmm. In order to resolve that, we moved to what I call the heavily modified agile uh, methodology. And essentially it just means we share our work. Uh, we have a Kanban board where we can see our work moving through our various pipelines that we've identified. And uh, that allows anybody in the team to pick work um, and to comment on work that's underway. And uh, and so we, we found that that has increased our ability to uh, go from needing to document a feature to shipping the documentation on time uh, much more effectively. So that's great. So that it's really interesting to know how you are using agile methodology in documentation. So uh, I think my next question will help us understand a little bit more about your workflow. So um, I know working in silos, siloed um, entities hasn't doesn't help much. So how do you manage your documentation workflow? Yeah, so we we use the Kanban board for sort of visualizing it. Um, and uh, at Shopify, um, things move fairly fast. And uh, as a result, we can't have a single point of failure where a manager or somebody on the team would be the intake for all of the work that's coming. So to address that, we have the technical writers embedded on all of the development teams and they work very closely with um, developers, with product managers, and uh, uh, support personnel. And um, so they they really are the first sort of uh, intake for the work. They understand what's changing in their area of content. And uh, through working with the development teams, they set their own deadlines and understand the timelines involved. And um, and then as uh, leads, we just make sure that if there are new areas new features being developed, new updates coming that we're um, covering them and that we have the capacity to cover them. And then we work with the technical writers on coaching, on removing blockers, on finding support if if they are overwhelmed and need help um, and making sure that, that they have everything that they need to do the job that they have to do. Um, and so, yeah, we, we, and then we meet sort of, occasionally to review all of the work and our processes and make sure that they're still effective. And, um, and then we, again, we use the Kanban board to make sure that the work is visible and easily shared. Mm -hmm. yeah, interesting. Um, so uh, I know you mentioned about reviewing the work and uh, making sure the right level of documentation is in place. So while reviewing or while defining the documentation, what are the important factors you and your team consider uh, so that you know the documentation produced uh, addresses um, the customer's questions or uh, the features that you're building? 
We do a subject matter review with um, developers or product managers and uh, make sure that it aligns with the update or feature that's being released. And um, we're embedded in, or we're located in our support organization. So uh, we have um, an, a method of collecting feedback from our uh, support advisors so we can understand better what we need to do um, with any particular piece of documentation. It's also uh, a way that we find out that things are wrong often by hearing the, the complaints come in and getting notes from our users, which is very helpful. And uh, and then we have a team, a small team of editors who, who will do a review before anything is published. And, uh, and that helps us align to our style guide and make sure that uh, tone and, and things like that are being um, considered. Yep. Great. And uh, we know, um, uh, I, yeah, we spoke about this in the beginning of the um, conversation that uh, you involve developers and uh, you work very much um, closely with the different teams in creating documentation. Mm -hmm. So where do you stand on the idea that writers and developers should both feel the same level of ownership of the same piece of documentation? Well, that's a big question. I think uh, <laughs> I think theoretically, uh, it would be wonderful if everyone cared as much uh, about the documentation as we do. Um, and uh, I, th I think that in the, there is a model out there where everybody can contribute to the documentation and. Uh, and make updates and, and ship changes and, and the technical writing team becomes more a hub for curating, for editing, um, reviewing, mm -hmm. ensuring standards are met. And, uh, and I think that is interesting. Um, I think there should be a high degree of collaboration, certainly between uh, developers, product managers, designers, um, and, and that can go two ways. So not only about the documentation, but about the product itself. Yep. Um, technical writers are often incredible advocates for users because we are thinking from beginning to end how a person would interact with this piece of software or this feature that's being developed. And so um, we're not necessarily interested in solving problems. So if there's an interesting development problem, a developer might be focused on how do I resolve this in, in the most elegant way? And write the best code I can. And the designer might think, you know, how do I make sure that this looks great and adheres to our brand and, and all of those things? And then the writer will be at the back of the room with their hand up saying, you know, this isn't working. Step seven breaks and everyone will turn and look at them. And maybe it's the first time they've seen the technical writer. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I think we have a part to play there. And so um, what we try and set up is, is, is that, uh, that kind of reciprocal relationship and uh, and build the trust with the developers and development teams um, so that they will do a review or, or pay attention to the documentation. And at Shopify, it's not a hard sell. Everyone is uh, very caring and um, we care about our, our merchants very deeply. So it's, it's often easy to get people to care and to, to pay attention. 
True. So I think I I would like to just echo on the same question and you might have already explained to me but I just want to again uh, emphasize on this point like how how important is it for you to have writers integrating with development teams? Why do you think it's an important aspect in the whole documentation uh, field? So I I I'm a big believer in that. I like that a lot and uh I understand it doesn't necessarily work everywhere, but um, at Shopify, we're um, continuously deploying the product and we uh, are highly iterative. And so there isn't necessarily a release schedule that we're all building towards. There aren't necessarily versions that go out that we can easily plan for. Um, So we need to stay as nimble as possible to anticipate what's being developed and when it's shipping. And, uh, as a result, um, you know, I, I say 12 heads are better than one. So if 12 people know the work that's being done in their various areas, um, then we can collaborate on making sure that the work gets done that needs to be done uh, for whatever deadline is coming up. And so um, having the writers embedded on the development teams means they are they are in the design sprints, they're in the planning meetings, they're in the team meetings, the show and tells. They are the um, source of truth for for us for what's being shipped, and uh, can build a documentation from there. The that solves the problem of um, continuous deployment because there isn't really a, a single source you can go to to say, "Oh, this is shipping in three weeks, and this is under development and should ship in six months." Um, and then build out your sort of work plan backwards from those dates. Uh, so I, I think for us, this aligns neatly to um, the pace and type of development that we we have to work with. But uh, but I understand that that might not work everywhere. Um, but uh, it's been highly effective for us. True, very true, uh, Jason. So. Uh... Uh, I know uh, you are the best person to ask this question as well, like um, because you said the beginning of your career, you were there and uh, setting up all the processes. So what efforts have you made in your career to streamline the documentation process? Yeah, that's um, that's uh, something I definitely think about a lot. In my first role, when I'd never been a technical writer, um, and the company had never had one. It was it was very interesting because I got to try a lot of things, and uh, and they kind of just you know let me let me discover and explore, which uh, was a real gift when I look back and uh, and think about it. So there, um, I was responsible for the help centers for the uh, the various sites that we were building for our clients, and mm-hmm. um, I realized that at the time the all of the help documentation was written in uh, Microsoft Word and then formatted there and then given to a developer who would do their best to approximate the layout and formatting of the Microsoft Word doc that we'd given them. And that was very slow, very inefficient. It meant developers were taking time away from what they should be working on, which is the product, to do this. So I learned how to do HTML and CSS and built my own little module for the help content that uh, that I was responsible for from, from beginning to end. And um, that meant I had a higher degree of um, control over what the everything, the, 
formatting, the style, the tone, everything was sort of under one one person. So that was easy to uh, to change or, or roll out to different clients as we acquired them, as we got them. So um, that was a place where we had a highly inefficient process, and I, I found a way to make it incredibly efficient by by cutting out a few steps in the process. Um, and it was great. Yeah. So at Shopify, I think, um, uh, I touched on it earlier, but the moving away from the siloed, um, style that we, we'd kind of inherited and exploring ways to be more collaborative has significantly, um, helped with keeping up with the pace of development and, uh, the growth at Shopify. And it means that uh, writers on the team are happier because they have more support and can share work and collaborate more easily. So nice! It's really great to see um, how one can change things, right? Uh, uh, either it being your first job or if it's an established uh, process, how things can get gradually improved um, by by sticking to the process. So, yeah, that's really very nice to hear, Jason, uh, your achievements and the changes that you made in in your career at various places. Uh, So let's talk about your team structure a little bit here, if if you are fine. So Mm -hmm. how how do you uh, report on your documentation and um, uh, your reporting lines? uh, uh, How many team members do you have in Shopify? Yeah, so we're we're a fairly large team. Uh, I think there are almost 30 of us. And um, it's the first time in my career I've had uh, a team. I've always been the solo technical writer um, trying to make everything work. <laughs> and uh, it was really nice to, to have a team to lean on and, um, and learn from. So yeah. That, so that's the, a that's a different uh i mean it brings a different challenges at the same time but again it it makes you feel like you're part of a big team right yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely um and so we have th- around almost 30 people on the documentation team and the documentation team itself is uh comprised of smaller teams so we have a dev docs team that handles the api documentation and uh theme customization documentation for Shopify. So they they do the sort of code-heavy um, developer-facing material. And we have what we call merchant docs. And that's a team of writers that I lead who are responsible for all the help and how-to information um, for using the software and using uh, Shopify's products. Um, and then we also have a video team and they, they create uh, support videos and publish them to YouTube. So my part of that, um, the merchant docs, uh, I think we have 13 people right now. So still a fairly large team within a larger team. True. 13 people is quite a lot, I should say, Jason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, okay. I think um, a lot of my guests, they like this question too. So in your opinion, what has been the most important innovation when it comes to document tracking during your career? Oh, uh, that is interesting. I so I'm I've been in, in in the game long enough to sort of remember things uh, we used to do back in in the early days. Uh, I think Docs's code is really the first thing that came along that kind of surprised me or shook things up, um, and uh, and it's led to 
a whole different way of looking at documentation involving documentation in in uh in development um which i find quite quite fascinating and uh and i think it, it builds on the success of sort of things like um frameworks like Dita, while preserving some of the flexibility and uh and creativity that that people kind of seek um for presenting their their content and organizing their content and so um so i think that's quite quite novel and quite interesting um last year at write the docs for portland uh there were a couple of talks that revolved around this idea of docs as data so taking docs as code a little bit further and um i found that particularly inspiring um because i see this shift happening where our content will need to be more modular and capable of being shared to various endpoints. Some we might not be able to predict right now, but uh, the one in particular that, that I keep thinking about is voice search as our screens get smaller for where we're doing our work or using products online um, and digital assistants become more powerful. Um, I think voice search is going to be a big help and uh, watching my children use our Google home, for example, I can see that uh, that could be completely normal for them in five to 10 years mm-hmm. to start with the voice search and not with a browser window. Um, and so I think, uh, you know, approaching things where you, you ha- you load your content into a database, it's machine readable, it's uh, accessible for developers um, opens up a whole range of, of interesting opportunities that, uh, that are a little harder to get to if you're working, uh, maybe in, uh, you know, in, in a less structured manner. Um, so I think, I think those are, are some of the, the interesting things that I'm, I'm kind of thinking about in terms of how you, uh, organize your documentation and, uh, deploy it. Yep. That's quite a lot of uh, deep thinking there, and uh, Jason, I should say. Um, I think one thing I haven't uh, uh, understood is, is your documentation a publicly available one or is it a private one uh, that only your customers when logged in can uh, use? So it is publicly available. It's it's all at help.shopify.com. And... Um, so then, do you sorry are you aware of any organic search traffic being generated uh so all of our search is uh almost all of it is organic which is is very interesting um we we have uh really strong seo and our site ranks quite highly for keywords and search results that uh and then that drives a lot of traffic to our to our site Fantastic. That, yeah. That's great to know, uh, Jason. Uh, so I think uh, we are almost done with the general questions and general section. Uh, before we move to the rapid fire round, um, any any other points you would like to add to our audience or we can straight jump into rapid fire round? Um, I, I've been looking forward to the rapid fire round. So I think <laughs> right. I'm ready to try that. Super. So here we go. Who have you learned the most about documentation from in your career? Um, you know, uh, one of your former guests, Tom Johnson, I, has uh, has inadvertently taught me a lot. Um, I, I read his uh, 
his blog and have been following his site for quite a while. And uh, the API course that he put together is uh, top notch. It's quite good. So um, I regularly share articles uh, from him with my team. And uh, and yeah, he's he's sort of been a, a cornerstone for me for understanding technical writing and what's changing um, in the industry. So thank you. Can you share a documentation related resource you have consumed recently? Uh, I know I, what's going to come, but I'm sure you'll add <laughs> some more. <laughs> yeah, I, I sort of always uh, go to Docs Like Code um, by Ann Gentle. Um, big part of the Docs is Code kind of philosophy. Um, and uh, and that's been very useful. Um, the the other, it's not necessarily a resource, but like the, the Write the Docs organization has lots of resources available. And uh, and so I regularly sort of pay attention to them and, um, and, and you know, we'll, we'll follow up on things that I discover through the conferences or the conversations that I have around the Write the Docs. Super. That's brilliant, um, Jason. So my last question is, what is the one piece of documentation related advice you would give to your 20-year-old self? Oh, uh, <laughs> I would say, um, be curious, stay curious. Um, there's really so many creative ways to solve problems using documentation or related to the documentation. And, uh, and you can, you can always reinvent the way that you deliver your documentation. So, um, keeping up with industry changes with opportunities, techn technological advances there. There's really uh, an endless amount of, of information you can bring to bear on, on how you deliver your documentation, how you write it. So really just, yeah, stay curious and, uh, and keep, keep exploring all of the, the different options that are out there. Fantastic. So Jason, I think uh, we are at the end of our uh, conversation, but I really like the way you have brought in um, agile methodology into documentation and also, uh, you know, collaborative working between different team members, especially development team, product managers and technical writers. So uh, I think in the last 20, 25 minutes, we have learned quite a lot. Um, anything else you would like to add to our uh, audiences today, Jason? Uh, no, I'd encourage them to check out your backlog of episodes. There's a wealth of knowledge there too. Um, so I just wanted to say thank you for having me on the podcast today, Gowrie. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Jason, for you spending your time. And I'm sure you must have prepared for this as well. And once again, thank you to all of our guests who made this uh, journey incredible and uh, and making this podcast uh, series a great success. So, but again, thank you, Jason, for participating in this uh, podcast series and have a great day. Thank you. You as well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. Please head to iTunes, rate, and provide honest feedback on the podcast. See you next week.